ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cooler Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kuehlhorn, and I'm excited to have you join me as I interview community members and business leaders from the communities in which I live, work, and serve through my business, Cooler Garage Doors. We're going to bring you highlights on characters in our communities. Why? Because community matters, and I want to know more about who is behind our business and leadership in order to understand and support the community fabric that our relationships make up. Join me twice a month as we dive into getting to know each other better, and collectively, we can build stronger communities that support our lifestyles, our youth, and our health. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Matt Kuehlhorn with the Cooler Lifestyle Podcast. I have in my presence the honor of talking with Scott Fairbanks, who is the Grand Junction Lifestyle Magazine owner. That's part of the City Lifestyle Publishing Company, and he also owns Elevate Promotions. Scott, how are you today? I'm doing great. This is a, a unique opportunity. I'm looking forward to talking with you. Um, I know we work together a little bit, but this is great to have some one-to-one, -one, just have a chat. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm really excited too. Um, you know, we've gotten to know each other just a smidge through our through our networking group, and yeah. I've certainly engaged with you and and City Lifestyle um, for the Grand Junction area, and I think the publication's really well done. Um, you. So, you know, in these conversations, I'd like to go into the background a little bit. Where'd you grow up, Scott? Uh, two counties west from Grand Junction, Emory so County, Utah was a coal mining and farming community uh it's it's now pretty much just farming and people getting by um coal mining industry is almost gone entirely they went from over over uh 15 mines in the county when i was in high school to i think there are two operating mines now wow that's significant and and it's it's been interesting to watch. Um, coal, just in general, has been crushed by federal regulations. Uh, this, the Western coal, and you up there in Gunnison, you probably remember operating coal mines within the county or the adjacent county, uh, all the West right. stuff. Yep. Um, but it's really super high quality, extremely low pollution coal compared to what's in the East. Our, yeah. our are hard anthracite coal compared to bituminous coal is uh, so much better for BTU per, per ton and all that stuff, but we don't need to get into the science. It's, yeah, it's that's <laughs> sad to see that what was the economic lifeblood of my hometown is pretty much gone. That's, that's a significant, significant shift. Um, so two counties west, you mentioned Utah, uh -huh. I mean, what are the towns over there? Okay, so Grand County is is right against the Colorado state line, and that's where Moab is. Um, the mm. town of Green River, Utah, the Green River flows through it, and kind of yeah, that's yeah. the county line between Grand and Emory County. Okay. So Emory County, where I grew up, have you ever seen Space Jam, the Tony yes. Tunes movie? Yeah. The the really tall, skinny guy, Sean Bradley, mm -hmm. was. A schoolmate of mine he was a year ahead of me but by the time he graduated high school he was seven foot five. Oh my gosh <laughs> so um a few years before that we had a pro athlete come out of our hometown out of our high school 
who was a lineman for the Phoenix Cardinals until he retired, named Craig mm. Patterson. Mm. Mm, so cool. we, we've had a few pro athletes. Let me go way back history, history wise. Do you remember ever seeing the Ten Commandments movie? It used to run at Easter weekend a long time ago on Maybe. one of the big networks. Yeah, um, yeah. Charlton Heston was who played Moses. And there's a scene where he's on the mountain and God is giving him the Ten Commandments. He's written it in the stone. And then mm-hmm. Moses carries the tablet down off the mountain. Mm-hmm. The voice of God is this ultra deep, super low bass voice. I, it's a full octave deeper than the lowest I can go on purpose. That man, DeLos Dukes, is also from Orangeville, Utah, my hometown. Mm. How about that? <laughs> wow. So world-renowned ultra contrabass. Yeah. Yeah, so as you can tell, music is a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> when did you when did you migrate over to Grand Junction? How long um, have you been in that time? Ninety-four. Um, I was working as a a framing hand, building houses for mm-hmm. the the family that um, my mom's best friend from college it was her husband running the the building company, and. I've this has been home ever since. Yeah. So I love asking this question, especially of folks that have, you know, certainly been entrenched for a long time. And I've been up in Gunnison. I came out here in 97. Um, so over the last 20 plus years, like we spend time in the place that, you know, is our home and we just have all these threads yeah. and and you know, relationships, ties to not just people, but the ground and other community aspects what do you love about the grand junction area and about being part of this community well for myself i really love the variety of activities available because we have everything from desert conditions low altitude uh, very arid to high alpine up on the Grand Mesa and up on Glade Park within the county. Within less than an hour, you can be floating the Colorado River, get out, hop in your car, and less than an hour, you're at 11,000 feet on top of the Grand Mesa and everything in between. Yeah. So for the recreational opportunities, I really enjoy that culturally. This city has developed a long way since I came here in 94. I believe that. Um, the the art center has been going for, I think, over 20 years, maybe longer. Uh, we now have a number of galleries on Main Street. Um, we've had a number of different theater companies here to do live stage productions. I've actually had the privilege of participating in some of those. Uh, I do sing. I, I play some brass instruments as well. Uh, not nearly as well as I used to because I haven't done it a lot <laughs> in recent years. But uh, I, I really enjoy the, the community feel, the way that our community pulls together when there's something important. There, there's always that opposition, that potential contention when it comes to, especially right now during campaign season. 
And I'm really grateful that a week down the road, a few days down the road, not even a week now, all the ads will be gone. All the campaign backbiting and attack ads will be over with. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter which side's talking, what they're talk what they're talking about when they're trying to slam an opponent is taken out of context. Right. Almost always. Um, so I'm grateful to to see that kind of thing. And um one example of seeing this community really pull together is we have prominent people on both sides of the aisle who came together to accomplish something that the community need, knew needed to be done for up to 15 years. Grand Junction High School is something like approaching 70 years old. It's falling down around their ears. They have problem with pest control that they just can't get a handle on with mice in the wintertime in particular. And structural and mechanical issues that make it nearly unusable. But they simply have to keep on going because there's nowhere else for those classes to go. And two years ago, there was a campaign following up on a failed campaign previously. There was an effort to get Mesa County to back the building of a new school, but it was a blank check. And the citizens here said, there's no way we're doing that. If you're going to set a budget and build a school, then when the job is done, that tax goes away. The way that it was written, it was a perpetual thing. So we had Tim Foster, who used to be the president of the university here, Colorado Mesa. And we had um, Sally Schaefer, not Sally, um, drawn a blank on her first name, but the lady who owns um, Bonsai Design, which is a, a global zipline company. They go in and engineer okay. these ziplines and then install them. And they recently put one in at Los Colonias Park that's a city facility. Um, anyway, she's a prominent Democrat. Tim Foster's a prominent Republican. But they came together and said, we got to stop fighting about this and just get it done. So what does the community want? We want a new cutting edge up to, up to par technology high school. We need a, a better high school because the one we have is falling apart. Our community is willing to back that if they know that there's an end to that additional taxation. Right. They're not willing to back it. Clearly, they shot it down so substantially before that they won't back it if it's a perpetual thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they came together. They listened to what the community said and got it approved with, with those with those things that the community said, this is how it has to happen if we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So it was really a, a pleasure to see our community pull together for something that important. Yeah. And do yeah. it in a way that the, the citizens here are alert enough and aware enough of what's necessary and what's not. And they said, for a specific purpose, we'll allow you to take a little more property tax on our homes for this period of time uh -huh. yeah that is a beautiful part 
about the community and and you know as i entrench myself more and more in, into grand junction community and in being up in gunnison i've been close but you know there's always a little outsiderness until like yeah really getting in and um what i've really enjoyed and, and this is through the chamber and through other interactions throughout the community is just that cohesiveness you know while it's a much much larger town than our little five thousand town population um it's still a very small town it still is about people relationships and nobody's going to get away from that and it is coming together and one of the stories i heard um, from Candace, the CEO now for the chamber yeah. was, you know, how everybody came together through COVID and the challenges over the last few years. And, yeah. um, you know, I just see that as a, as a huge highlight for, for the area, for the community. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, the Grand Junction Lifestyle Magazine. How'd you get involved with that? Um, the, the long and short is after a two-year period of working out of state, while my wife was going through cancer treatment, mm. I had I just had a strong feeling. I, I refer to it as a prompting, but um, I feel like there were greater forces at work than just myself and the business things. Um, I just had a strong feeling that it was time to be home something was going to change and that after looking into this carefully for a couple of weeks that it was the right time and the right thing to do the right move to get me back home instead of working up to nine hours from home when i couldn't get back if i was needed quickly and uh, the project that i was working on in wyoming i turned in a report uh, had a conversation with my wife about the magazine opportunity and what that would require of us. And she said, if we've got these specific things in place, then yeah, go for it. Um, I called Lifestyle Publications, told them I was in. And when I called to verify that the report had arrived, at my employer's office, um, they said, okay, we appreciate it. That's the end. Same day, that company that I was working for doing title examination work in Wyoming said that project's over. And I, I felt like, well, you should have given me some kind of heads up that it was coming to an end. But to have that not even one day gap between full-time employment activities felt very much like this is supposed to happen. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and it has felt all along like a great opportunity. And when you and I were talking about having cooler garage doors in the magazine, you probably heard me say this because I tried to use it in every one of those conversations. But it's it's felt like a great opportunity to do things for and with my friends and neighbors for nearly 30 years. And to make a lot more of both along the way. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I so that. the, the opportunities to be involved with chamber activities, the other volunteer activities that I do uh, or have done, all 
have led to this really feeling like home. I, I have a, a deep connection here that it's every bit as much home as where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it's a beautiful publication. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And Elevate Promotions, part of a marketing side, mm -hmm. is this relatively new? Where's this going for you? Well, it, it's new as far as actually having a formal business structure. Mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, we registered the company with the state of Colorado back in January this year. I personally have been involved in marketing for more than 25 years with everything that I've done. Every employer, um, every freelance or self-employed thing that I have done, I've had others that will approach me and say, what do you think about presenting the message this way? And it's something that I kind of have a natural talent for fine-tuning a message. Yeah. Um, it, I get a little bit annoyed when I see something put out for public view that has typos. I just feel like, come on, that's not really professional enough. And so if I catch a, a typo that I hit send on an email, for example, I go, come on, really? <laughs> um, so Elevate Promotions is a full service marketing agency where we can be a single point of contact for a business that previously has had as many as 10 or 15 different marketing reps with all of the different outlets, radio, TV, billboards, social media. There are three different radio groups just here in Grand Junction. There are two different television groups here in Grand Junction, plus the cable company, which is Spectrum. And there's a, a whole wide range of things offered through Spectrum. Um, we have partnerships with those outlets so that we can strategize, we can talk about branding and messaging with a potential client or an existing client and then coordinate what needs to happen with an appropriate branding mix and messaging mix, but they don't have to juggle conversations among a dozen different reps. Yeah, yeah, sufficient. We've been able to structure those partnerships in a way that doesn't cut out the local rep. They still get credit for managing that account, but they don't have to do the boots on the ground work and the, the client doesn't have that burden of a whole bunch of different reps. The internal yeah. rep will yeah. handle the traffic side of it and we'll handle the strategy and messaging side of it. Yeah. I love it. I, I have to say, you know, and I want to acknowledge you, Scott, and this isn't just to fluff things, but, you know, I, I love people and I love getting to know people's essence. And so I watched you over, you know, the last couple of months, you brought together a really cool presentation in our leads group. And the essence that I get from you is that you're a wonderful and you love, you have a passion for telling story, which is so much of marketing right? Telling somebody's brand story and helping to integrate that, I think is a really powerful skill set and certainly a, a, a strong value to add into a community. Thank you. That, that is one of the things that I enjoy most about it. Um, I've always kind of been a storyteller. 
I, I remember times as a kid at these, I had huge family reunions. I have over 40 first cousins on both sides. My mom and dad both grew up in families with nine kids, wow. both on both on dairy farms. And frankly, how are you going to feed a crew that size? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you've got something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but um, I remember at times um, just sitting around a campfire. I had uncles that would memorize these long poems like Casey at the back. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard that one, but it's, it's fantastic. Um, there's one called The Cremation of Sam McGee that's a long, great campfire, almost ghostly story. Okay. And so I remember sitting around the campfire and having uncles that had these stories memorized. And so they would tell them by firelight and perfect atmosphere for that kind of story. And at one particular reunion, I think I was 11 or 12. And I just started into a story. I was making it up as I went. But I went on for about 15 minutes. And it was literally, it was a whole bunch of nonsense. And I wish that if we could turn back the clock and have somebody record it on their smartphone, yeah. that I could recapture the words from just making up that story off the cuff. Um, but when it comes to branding messaging and story branding, using the stories of what people really enjoy about what they do, what, what their passions are for providing the products and services that they offer. That's something I really do enjoy about this because it gives me an opportunity to connect at a deeper level than just, Hey, we can help you advertise. Here's some ad space in a magazine. Here's radio and TV time blocks. Hope it works for you. Right. Right. Yeah. We, we really yeah, try to yeah. dig into the the messaging but more importantly the passion behind the message yeah it's so good i mean that's where the authenticity is right it's not just yeah. a transaction there's human to human connections behind any style of business any brand and i love that you help bring that forth i think it's great what are you excited what are you excited for, you know, looking out over the next few years? Um, you know, we've been through years of challenge and, and maybe we have some more different challenges coming at us. And yet there's so many opportunities. What's, uh, what's Scott looking at and getting excited about? I've seen new opportunities coming my way to take the the accumulation of experiences over the last 30 years or so. And if, if you've followed other business and personal development speakers and authors, such as Anthony Robbins, several of them use something similar to this phrase where they say, there are messages within the messes you've been through that can really benefit the lives of other people. That's right. If you're not afraid to let people see the, the real you that has grown from those experiences. Um, and so many people use the word vulnerable. I think there's a, a really negative connotation to that. I prefer the word courage. Instead of vulnerable, that kind of feeling of weak and exposed, we're courageous enough to just be authentic. Yeah. 
Um, and there are opportunities coming my way for digging deep personally, finding what those messages are, and then providing something of genuine value to people that I may never meet in person, but the validation of those messages will be when people participate in content that I'm creating. Such a solid. So, so that is something I'm that. really excited about. That's that's starting to come together, along with what we can do locally with Elevate. Um, magazine placement is actually something that's incorporated with Elevate service, so that we have included in that marketing mix that value of touch because it is a hard copy. The, the value of the highest retention and highest quality impression that can be made for local products and services, which is part of why we, we are very targeted towards top-notch providers within each industry. Yeah, awesome. I want to I emphasize a piece that I just heard you say, and you know, when you're talking about courage, authenticity, um, you know, you mentioned Anthony Robbins, the guy that I've studied and learned from as well. Um, I'm probably going to butcher this quote, but I think it's so pertinent. And Joe Polish, another great marketer, um, I got to see him on stage a number of weeks ago, and he mentioned something. I'm just going to paraphrase this kind of quote-ish, um, but he was speaking about courage. And, you know, everybody's going to face fear. That's one mm -hmm. of the human connections and it could cause us all to wet our pants per se. And courage is having the ability to go and act with wet pants, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like feel the fear and, and move into it regardless. Um, I'll have to dig up that quote again. Cause it was, it was so good when I heard it, I was like, Oh, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, ignore fear like this is part of the human experience but the courage is is acting in that authenticity um regardless right yeah scott how can people reach out to you how can people connect with you um best way for the magazine is scott.fairbanks at citylifestyle.com um, for Elevate Promotions, if somebody's already investing quite a bit in their marketing, but they want to take a look at consolidating some things and having a single point of contact for that strategy, messaging, and branding, uh, ElevateAgencyGJ at gmail.com awesome. is, awesome. is active and ready to communicate. And yeah. within the next week or so, we will have ElevateAgencyGJ.com live for the agency as well very cool we'll be sure to add those components in the in the show notes and that way people can find you easily right um, god i know you and i could probably share stories for hours this has <laughs> been really fun thank you so much for your time today interesting to to connect on other things in common including the tooth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who knew <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, enjoy the rest of your day, Scott, and we will talk to you very soon. Thanks a lot, Matt.